Blog Talk Radio. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. Tonight on the program, we could not have a different uh, start of the program than end that we do. I don't think I phrased that properly. The beginning of the program and the end of the program could not be more different. A little later in the program, we will welcome two nephews of the king of stage, Bobby Brown, Shiz Gotti, and YF Kennedy, otherwise known as Yachty. All right, so we got Gotti and Yachty around 8.45 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, if you're listening live. Uh, and then at around 8.15 p.m. EDT, we have children's musician Jonathan Sprout. Now, I know that at least one of the rap songs that I'm going to play tonight has dirty words in it. So hopefully, <laughs> Jonathan Sprout wasn't expecting to make a bunch of new fans on the show tonight because, uh, you know, it's not really appropriate for children what we're going to play later. Um, so if you're a parent out there and you want to protect your kids against profanity, um, just, uh, I don't know, keep them listening to the show. Who cares? All right. So we have a brand new website. It is BlazingRyeRadio.com. That's B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com. B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com. And speaking of that website, does anybody out there like buying razors? Of course you don't. Who does? I sure don't. So uh, every time I go to the Dwayne Reed or the CVS or the Kmart or the Target or the Walmart or what have you. Um, I don't go to Walmart, by the way. Anytime I go to one of the Marts or the S's, I go and I, and I need to shave. I go to buy a razor. And this just happened to me last week. And I don't know why I didn't follow my own advice and go for the Dollar Shave Club that I'm about to do an advertisement for. So I go uh, to the Dwayne Reed or what have you. And I had to go to like two different Dwayne Reeds and I f- was looking for the Gillette Fusion Power uh, Pro Glide. Now, by the time I was so excited when I got to the second Dwayne Reed that I saw the power that I forgot about the Pro Glide. 
So I bought the Gillette Fusion Power along with the cartridges for the power, but I forgot the ProGlide. So I get home and I open the razor and I realize this is not the right razor. I got the Gillette, the Fusion, the power. I got no Pro. I got no Glide. So I had to rectify this. But of course, I can't go and return a razor after it's been opened. So what I did was the next day, I looked online first at Gillette.com and then like CVS.com, then Walgreens. Finally, Walgreens had the Gillette Power Pro Glide, but I wasted like 40 bucks for the other ones. Uh, so I get the Gillette Fusion Power Pro Glide the next day, but I had to like place an order and a hold on it online. Inevitably, what always happens if you don't order it beforehand is the clerk at the Dwayne Reed will always say, or the Walgreens or whatever will always give you the blades instead of the actual razor with the handle, and you'll have to be like, oh, no, I meant the actual razor, and then if you want the blades, it's the other way around. That happens 100% of the time. I have never gone into a store and bought a razor where that does not happen. Happen 100% of the time. I'll ask for a razor. They'll give me just blades. I'm beginning to question what the hell a razor is at this point. Anyway... I did not yield my own advice. I'm using the wrong word, not yield, heed. I did not heed my own advice. I did not heed of headed, as they say on the office, my own advice. What you should do, have a very easy solution. Go to blazonryradio.com, check out our brand new website, and all over the page, the home page, you'll see uh, banners for Dollar Shave Club. Now, what Dollar Shave Club is, it is a club for people who want to spend only a dollar that need to shave. Uh, the cheapest razors will start at a dollar a month. They'll deliver them right to your door, so you're not up at Dwayne Reed saying, I'd like a mock duck butter turbo power depends with wings uh, extra salty. Um, all you need to do is sign up for whichever pack of razors you want. There's $1 ones, there's $6 ones, and there's $9 ones. I believe the, the highest is $9.99. Now, of course, if you pay the $10, you're going to get the better razor. You pay the dollar, you're going to get a, a good razor. But you want to you wanna go for broke here, I think, because if you have sensitive skin like I do, you want to get that $10, $10 razor. Now, bear in mind that over the course of two days last week, I spent about $100 on fucking razors, all right? That is unacceptable. That is insane. So pay as little as $1 a month. Razors will go right to your door, and you never have to worry about having an awkward encounter at the drugstore again, other than if you're on, like, some sort of weird uh, prescription drug for erectile dysfunction. Then... You may have an awkward moment, but at least you will be clean-shaven. These are high-quality, top-notch razors. And once you get to Dollar Shave Club, you can also shop around there. There's other stuff, like they got butt wipes for men. That's, those are fantastic. Um, they have shaving cream. That's fantastic. So hit up BlazingRyeRadio.com, and I hope you do, after I've just delivered the longest ad ever for Dollar Shave Club. Um, once you're at blazonryradio.com, 
why don't you go ahead and check out some past episodes. We got featured episodes with Tommy James and the Shondells, Betty Buckley, Freeway Ricky Ross, Bowling for Soup, Biz Marquis, Kelly Pickler. The list goes on and on and on. By the way, hopefully it sounds okay tonight. I've been uh, wrestling with this new equipment. I've worked very hard over the course of the last uh, few weeks to turn my room into a radio studio. Now, I finally got all the shit together. I got the desk together. I got the mic. I got the headphones. That was an ordeal in itself, the headphones. I may as well have gone to the Dwayne Reed. I was going to like three, four different Best Buys. Then I got the chair from Ikea, and it's a cheap chair, obviously, because it's Ikea. Um, And the chair was rolling around, but the wheels suck. So then I had to get one of them... uh, things to put on the floor uh, to protect the chairs. So I got, you know, kind of nice one of those at Staples, but I had to go to four different Staples for that. It was almost as bad as shopping for razors, but not quite. Um, So I got, and then the desk I tried to put together two Fridays ago, uh, which I do not regret doing that, trying that because I did that instead of uh, probably do something stupid on a Friday like I used to. So, uh, I botched it though. I botched the desk setup. That was two Fridays ago. And I remembered after uh, a while that I had free, a free hour of handyman service through handybook.com. Shout out to them. They did a lovely job cleaning the apartment. So I went with that dude and then that cost me another $45. Uh, because I could not get like one hour. I had to pay for two hours, which meant I had the one hour free. So it would have been 90 bucks, but I got it for 45. Anyway, this man, his name was Jerry. He put that desk together in like 20, 25 minutes. He made a lot of noise while doing it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it was that easy, but it depends on who you talk to with Ikea furniture. A lot of people say it's really simple. Most people say it is incredibly difficult to follow those fucking directions, particularly because they are not, not only are they not in English, they're not in words. They're just in pictures. And some people would argue, well, that's what makes it so easy. Like anybody could do it. But, uh, you know, I feel like I succeeded at building the chair and the living room chair. But in terms of the desk, that was a complete failure. So then I get all that together. And then the first time I really did a show with the new equipment was last Wednesday with the show Blaze and Ride Backstage. Now, if you haven't listened to that, Blaze and Ride Backstage is our new show, and it is the Shorty Award winner for, um, what the hell was it? For comedy. Shorty Award winner for comedy and for best web show. So tune in Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, to Blaze and Ride Backstage. It is a far different show from this show. Not that there's anything wrong with this show, but the shows are completely different, almost as different as our guests in the first half of the show tonight and our guests in the second half of the show tonight. Um, I guarantee you anything, Jonathan Sprout did not think he would be sharing the mic tonight with two nephews of Bobby Brown who have songs out where one of them... uh, needed a clean version, and then the other one uh, is not cleaned up at all. By the way, uh, anytime somebody sends me a song from now on, 
we don't need the clean version on here. Give us, give us the filthy stuff. We prefer that, actually. Especially, yeah, go listen to Backstage on Wednesday. Um, anyway, I go and I record Backstage with uh, my cohort, my colleague, the, the Richter to my O'Brien, the McMahon to my Carson, the Eubanks to my asshole, the Schaefer to my Letterman, um, eh, the Merengue to my Ellen. And I uh, thought it went well, and my colleague John Weeks says that it went uh, great, that the audio was the best it had ever been. So I download the podcast and listen to it the next day, and the audio is pretty fucked up. And Weeks and our other uh, colleague, the Wizard of Waverly Place, Tom Fogarty, they came in perfectly clear on their cellophones. I came in as if I was on a cell phone on the Sprint Network in the 1990s. That's how I came in. So, for all I know, it could be happening again right now. But the difference is that last time I was wired into the router, this time I'm wired directly into the modem. So, basically, if this sounds better than when I was into the router, it's Netgear's fault. If this sounds the same and I'm breaking up like crazy right now, and for some reason I'm imagining Murphy Brown, she must have done Sprint commercials in the 90s or early 2000s. Um, Shout out to Candace Bergen. If it sounds the same as before, it's Time Warner's fault. So I'm knocking on wood. This is a wooden table, yes, I believe. Um, Knocking another cheap friggin' table from Ikea. I'm knocking on wood that... My guests can hear me tonight because it would be kind of silly to invest in all this equipment and the furniture and everything to make the sound quality worse, you know? And I'm really enjoying the way that everything sounds in my headphones, but if people can't enjoy listening to the podcast, then there's really no point. Um, so, as I said tonight, we got a great show, Jonathan Sprout, Shiz Gotti, and YF Kennedy a.k.a. Yachty, Um, and uh, it's very exciting. Jonathan's been nominated for a Grammy, and uh, Shiz and YF, they are uh, in, I guess you would call it music royalty. Uh, They are the nephews of the king of stage, Bobby Brown. You know, Bobby and Whitney, like Jaheim used to say, Bobby and Whitney, Justin and Britney. Uh, They'll be on a little bit later. So... First, however, my first guest is a Grammy-nominated children's musician whose new album is called American Heroes Number no. 4. Please welcome to the program, Jonathan Sprout. Jonathan, how are you? Hi, Ryan. I'm well, thanks. It's so good to talk to you. Uh, where are you calling from? Uh, Southampton, Pennsylvania. It's a suburb of Philadelphia. Oh, Okay. Southampton, Pennsylvania. Now, from, from what I know of the many friends I made from Pennsylvania in college, I'm led to believe that there's something in the water in Pennsylvania that makes people a little bit uh, crazier than, than from other states. Is that accurate? <laughs> well, that's, this is the first time I've heard that. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, uh, there. Pennsylvanians are unique, uh, certainly, in that um, I think some of us are sort of descendants of uh, the uh, the William Penn era, where um, you know peace and love was uh, 
was uh, in order. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting um, <clears throat> sort of Quaker influence here, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, people are people are people wherever I go, but uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful state. I love it here. Well, good good for you. Uh, <laughs> I am sure it is a lovely place. Um, and Jonathan, did you ever expect to be sharing the bill with uh, rapper nephews of Bobby Brown? No, <laughs> I noticed <laughs> that. I think that's great. I'm I'm honored. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the yin and the yang. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, there's you can't get much more different. Um, right. A teacher out of Trenton, New Jersey, Jonathan says of the hundreds of children's performances he has seen, yours was the most engaging, fun-filled, informative, and provocative. What do you think he meant by provocative? <laughs> I think that was Peter Lesnick, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think Peter Lesnick uh, wrote that. He was actually a, um, um, a presenter for a theater in Trenton. And um, I guess he, I, I don't know, I, I think he thought maybe he meant a thought-provoking, um, mm-hmm. because I, I've never been your typical children's performer. Um, you know, there's the um, a lot of a lot of people who are categorized as children's performers um, sing songs that um, sort of are fun, um, sort of nonsensical. Uh, playful, childlike songs. And I've always been kind of more of a somebody who wants to do more than just make kids smile. So mm-hmm. I like to include um, lessons, and I like them to be uh, kind of deep and spiritual, um, as in, you know, about getting along and respecting people and respecting people from other cultures and other countries. Like Pennsylvania, so, um, What's that? Like people from Pennsylvania. Exactly. Even mm-hmm. though I have to confess that I'm actually from New Jersey. <laughs> 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 but I've lived in Pennsylvania, and I went to college out here, as it sounds like you did maybe. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I've lived in Pennsylvania for 30 years now, so it's all rubbed <laughs> off on me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. um, it's a different style of music I've always had and a different attitude about kids and kids music and I, I i think other children's artists would say this um but you definitely don't want to talk down to kids when you write mm-hmm. for them and perform for them and um <clears throat> i don't do that and maybe it's because i still think i'm a kid so uh, it's like i'm i'm playing for my peers you know <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it feels to me anyway when i perform sure and another teacher out of New Jersey uh, mm-hmm. says that she had been teaching 20 years, and your performance was by far the best school assembly her school had ever had. She called the show Disney Quality. What does that mean, Disney Quality? Hmm. Um, again, I can only guess what she was referring to, but I think of Disney Quality as um, high production value, um, um, something that's gone through a lot of filters before uh, it's been released, and my, I'm proud to say my music has been that way. It's um, 
it takes me forever to make an album. <laughs> it's kind of like um, going through a four-year uh, college every time I make an album, and they often do take me four years. Um, it's like getting a, another degree every time I release an album. Um, <laughs> and and those are the songs that I perform. So everything is extremely, um, you know, extremely thought through and rethought through and analyzed and reanalyzed. And um, a lot of the songs that I've written um, actually... I have a process that I've sort of perfected where I I write a song and it's as good as I can get it and then I bring in my co-writer Dave Canoyne he I always fly him in from California and Dave is is more of a writer focused person than I am whereas I do a lot of performances he has focused his career more on the writing so he flies in he listens to what I've done and usually trashes it and and says <laughs> uh, I I think I can make it better um so that, you know, and we end up being co-writers. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't trash it, but he might take 40% of it or sometimes 80% or sometimes on a rare occasion he'll say, uh, yeah, it's good. So if you look at my albums and you look at the songs that only I have written, it's, those mm -hmm. are the few that got by him. So then Dave writes this, Dave sort of co-writes it with me, and I spend um, a month or two or three, you know, editing and revising and tweaking. And then we bring it to Jimmy Hammer, who is the producer I work with, one of the producers. He, he's out in L.A. And he'll often listen, and about every third song he says, no, it's trash, you need my co-writing. So, um, you know, he'll, he'll deconstruct it, uh, keep what, what is right, and then redo it. So mm -hmm. I know this is the kind of long answer to, to what you're asking, but... Um, I think Disney people probably work that way, too. They have all kinds of, um, you know, like I said, filters and producers in place. And um, and that's kind of the way I've always worked because I don't, you know, you, things are, two heads are always better than one. And um, in the old days, I used to think that um, I had it in me to be a great artist on my own. But mm. I know too much now, and I know that um, I could never do a job on my own that I could do with the help of some great key um, co co-workers, co-writers, co-producers, co-engineers, co-everything. <laughs> the only thing I don't co is the performance. I do that myself. Mm -hmm. um, um, but uh, you, yeah, it's, you hear a it's lot of these. Uh, you hear a lot of these musicians are surrounding themselves by yes men. Uh, it sounds like you surround yourself with no men, guys who tell you it's <laughs> trash. I love that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> no, and and that's just what you need if you want to have a good, good album, a good song. You know, you can't you can't surround yourself with yes men because then you're fooling yourself. <laughs> uh, you're smart, Ryan. That's I've never thought of it that way before. Well, I'm going to call I'm... these guys. I'm going to call my team up after this interview. I'm going to tell them. You know, I'm on to you guys. You're you're no men. I'm on to you. <laughs> Uh, well, they'll, then they'll think you're calling them ladies. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what they'll think, but <laughs> they're they're just the right combination. I mean, they know me, and they know mm -hmm. that I am the one footing the bills. For instance, when it comes mm -hmm. to the final decisions, I get to make them. But I always ask uh, and implore, please, um, you know, give me uh, give me your honest feedback on this, and is this working or is it not? So. We we try a lot of things before we end up 
with the final result in the studio. Mm -hmm. Now, now this same teacher says that the student participation uh, was outstanding. What do you do to get the kids to participate, and how do you handle the ones who refuse? Well, um, okay, I have learned a certain formula that works for me and for my music and for my shows. And I think I first initiated it in 1987. And that is, in the middle of the show, dance. <laughs> Just dance. <laughs> Get the kids to do a dance song. Now, I play the tracks. So uh, as soon as I started playing the tracks in the, in the mid and late 80s, um, I kind of invented that system of, um, you know, uh, having a song in the middle where I put the guitar down mm -hmm. and I do some dancing. So um, it's just amazing what that does to an audience. I mean, you can sing the stupidest song, but if you dance to it, the kids are going to come up at the end of the show and say, that was my favorite song. You know, uh -huh. and it's, be it's not because of me or the song. It's because of them. It's because they got up and danced or they saw their friend get up and dance and do something brave and bold and silly. And I never make anybody do anything, including teachers. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes um, performers will show up at a school or a theater and they'll they'll just walk right up to an adult and, you know, grab them and, or you know, coax them up on the stage. And I don't do that. I make sure that whoever comes up to participate really wants to because mm -hmm. I was the world's shyest kid when I was growing up. And it would have killed me if somebody had made me do something <laughs> like that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that. That uh, the whole thing about dancing, and then that, that was the kid's favorite song, uh, even if it's the stupidest song. Do you think that's why all these twenty-somethings these days love the the, the crap like uh, Skrillex and Avicii and all these these uh, DJs? It's possible. Um, to be honest, I'm not even familiar with that music. Um, mm -hmm. I guess I guess I'm too old for it, but. You know, for me, I, I, music is, is how you receive it mm -hmm. as much as, as it is how it's created. And um, when it has a good beat, it's more likely to be loved. And, uh, yeah, maybe um, just the fact that you can move to it makes it more appealing for, for most all of us. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that people will take you less seriously since the first two reviews on your bio come out of New Jersey? <laughs> uh, maybe I should juggle those reviews, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's funny, you know, I have performed in maybe a third of the states, a third of the 50 states, and by far and away, most of my shows have been done in New Jersey. And, and it's because, well, I, I have to say it's partly because I live close to New Jersey, but mm -hmm. there's such a passion for um, school assembly programs in the state of New Jersey. Mm. <clears throat> um, there's, there's a lot of um, funding traditionally in New Jersey. And um, so... <laughs> So I get a lot of audiences in New Jersey, and uh, um, I'm not exactly sure why that is. I mean, I think mm -hmm. it's, New Jersey is full of a lot of, you know, uh, college-educated, very smart people who understand the importance of education and schools and 
occasionally having fun and inspiration in a school. So, yeah, a lot of my shows are in New Jersey. So it only makes sense that um, <laughs> a lot of my reviews would come from New Jersey. Sure. Uh, and why don't you tell us a little bit about your song E equals MC squared and we'll play it for the folks. Yes, of course. E equals MC squared. Well, it's about um, uh, Albert Einstein, obviously, um, mm-hmm. who was the um, most famous scientist, came up with the most famous scientific equation, um, uh, won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1921, not for his theory of relativity, which was the one that created the E equals MC squared, mm-hmm. um, but for something with photovoltaic uh, something or other. Yeah, it's, it's a song that, um, again, I thought I had written until Dave came in and uh, Dave Kenoyne, and we, we co-wrote it. Um, my favorite line and the entire album, American Heroes 4, is on this song, mm-hmm. in the song. And it goes, it was his work with light that made his day that night. That took about ah. six hours. Uh, it was his work with photovoltaic whatever, don't ask me, I'm not a scientist, um, mm-hmm. that made his day when he won, when he received the Nobel Prize, which was in the evening. It was his work with light that made his day that night. I, I like that. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, it's um, it's it's got a little funny violin in it because uh, Einstein was a violinist. It's mm-hmm. got reference to um, a quote of his when he. Uh, I'm going to mention New Jersey again, but when he <laughs> came to America in 1933, he settled mm-hmm. in Princeton, New Jersey, at, to work at the Institute for Advanced Study. And he was asked there, uh, as one of the world's uh, preeminent thinkers, what he needed to do his job. And his response was, and I can quote you, a desk or table, a chair, paper, and pencils. And then he had a pause and he said, oh yes, and a large wastebasket so I can throw away all my mistakes. So there's reference to that in the song, too, about staring out a window and crumpled papers in the trash. Um, and it's all factually accurate. Um, and when we were writing the song, we wanted to impress upon kids how amazing it was when he came up with this this theory of relativity, that energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. And um, so we came up with the idea of saying that when he thought it up, even Einstein was amazed, you know, as Mm -hmm. the genius as he was. Even he was amazed by the power of the equation. So that's that's a line also in the chorus. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, this is Jonathan Sproud with E equals MC squared, and we'll be right back with Jonathan. He was a simple man of curiosity Who took a second look at what no one else could see He followed logic along imagination's path With ever-twinkling eyes beneath that crazy hair He saw the universe of questions waiting there And found the answers to nature's mysteries Using math, a simple desk and chair And out the window stare papers in the trash A brain that could not quit And find 
scientific grit Then, in a flash E equals MC squared Even Einstein was not prepared For the formula that loudly declared He was a genius It was the streamer MC squared. His violin was handy. Sometimes you can't resist. A bit of fun distraction when you're a physicist. The man knew everything, but kept his brilliance in disguise. He said he had no talent, yet he was born to think. Knew how to fix equations, but not the kitchen sink. Became a pacifist and won a Nobel Prize. A formal dinner talks, applause and lots of blocks. Everybody screamed his name. It was his work with light that made his day that night. Hear the acclaim. E equals MC squared. Even Einstein was not prepared for the formula that loudly declared. impersonations. Who is your favorite historical figure to uh, imitate, and who is your favorite non-historical, and might you be able to do them both? <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well, um, I think maybe Theodore Roosevelt. I'm not sure. He's supposed to have had a sort of squeaky high voice. Um but he might have sounded something like this a little higher, though. So I, I think perhaps the 
Theodore Roosevelt. Now, wait a minute. I'm sounding a bit British, though. Hmm. Mm. But he wasn't that. Um, hmm. That's the problem, you see, when you watch a lot of cartoons when you're a kid. It sort of all leaks over. And Monty Python <laughs> as well. So, uh -huh. I don't know. Maybe Theodore Roosevelt. Um, uh -huh. Non-heroic. Uh, mm -hmm. um, oh, there were a lot of cartoons I loved when I was a kid. I loved... Um, um, in um, Bullwinkle, Rocky and Bullwinkle, mm -hmm. there, there was uh, um, there was this character who um, who was the inspector. It was Nell's father. No, Dudley Do Right. That's right. He was uh -huh. Dudley Do Right was one of the subset episodes in the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. And he would say, Dudley, I want you to go get my daughter, Nell. She's been kidnapped by Snidely Whiplash. So I, you know, <laughs> channel him once in a while. <laughs> very nice, very nice to both. Um, <laughs> now, uh, you, there's a, on your bio, there was another review from Ohio. It seems like you travel all around the country. You said you've been to about a third of the states. What is the coolest place you've seen so far that is not one of your your home states? As a performer? Sure. Or, um, yeah, well, um, probably Southern California. Oh, I, like Los Angeles or San Diego or where? Yes, Los Angeles, Ventura. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm misinterpreting your question, but I did go out there and do a tour uh -huh. about 20 years ago, um, and um, I loved it. I mean, I've been out to California a lot, but um, it was great to go out and do a tour and sort of um, feel like I was from the Far East and, you know, <laughs> a, a different kind of person than they were used to out there. So sure. I have fond memories of that tour. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I lived in, uh, LA for, for two years and, uh, I, I don't have many fond memories of that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do, uh, I do appreciate my time there. Now, uh, speaking of 20 years ago, uh, I read that you wanted to get your start in children's music because of a poll that was a nationwide poll that stated who children's heroes were and the winners were uh, cartoon characters like Bart Simpson, Beavis and Butthead, and, and some athletes whose uh, off-field antics were anything but heroic. Now, I, I know certain ones of those athletes that were popular then, uh, they've really cleaned up their acts, like Dennis Rodman, for instance, is, you know, he's a great example now. Um, but uh, what, uh, what inspired you about this poll to kind of shift gears with your career in this way at the same time when i read that i had been reading some of the writings of stephen covey c-o-v-e-y stephen covey and he had a bestseller book that i guess you would categorize as a sort of a business trade book mm -hmm. called um the seven habits of highly effective people or highly effective leaders maybe can't remember exactly the title but it was a book that talked about where he he apparently went around and assessed 
very successful people and what were the ingredients that made them successful. And um, he wrote this book all about, he was able to condense it into seven habits. And um, uh, things like think win-win instead of me versus you, or there's a winner and a loser, try to create um, a situation where everybody wins. Um, Mm -hmm. And he was talking a lot about the importance of character and how um, um, he talked about the law of the farm, where, you know, if you're a farmer, you know you have to plant seeds and water them before you get, uh, before you can harvest. Mm -hmm. And you know the whole process. And he was comparing um, a lot of uh, success in life to the law of the farm and the people who have good habits and who stick with their beliefs and are willing to work hard and do whatever it takes um, with a good attitude are the ones who are more likely to be successful. And so, uh, and he talked a lot about Benjamin Franklin and how Ben Franklin had such a great work ethic um, and was an inspiration to him. And I remember thinking when when I read that article about um, how kids have, really not quite understood what a hero is, um, I thought, well, why isn't Ben Franklin on that list? It sh- he mm-hmm. should be, you know, because he really was a remarkable hero, even though, of course, he was he lived long before uh, Beavis and Butthead and Bart Simpson and all this guys. So mm-hmm. I figured, you know, this could be interesting for me to sort of take this on and, um, and do it. I've always enjoyed biographies. Um, I, I'm I, I love fiction, but I m- much prefer to read nonfiction. And um, I thought it would be fun for me to to learn a lot more about some great heroes and write about them, and maybe it would work. So there was sort of a a convergence of several different things going on at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, I, I had also just released my sixth album in 1994, which was um, you know another kids album that was lighthearted songs and i i wanted to do something different so um so my seventh album was american heroes and that was the one where i i tried to uh do some research and and write about some real people and i didn't know if it was going to be successful i i it felt like to me i was way going way out on a limb as a uh-huh. recording artist and as a performer um but it worked it worked very well so it's Bond, more American Heroes, and then American Heroes number three, and now, as you know, the most recent one, number four. Sure. And have you thought about maybe uh, releasing a series of albums with another topic, like maybe American Villains? <laughs> well, Dave Canoyne and I already have, um, <laughs> which we, which I will not discuss, but we have a list <laughs> of. Uh, you know, like American anti-heroes we could be writing about, but, you know, it's just the kind of thing you talk about when you're exhausted and you're in the studio and <laughs> you need to come up with a joke. Uh, yeah, um, uh, no, that's never going to happen, but um, <laughs> at least the public won't know about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But do you have a desire to uh, cover more topics than just American heroes in your uh, recording uh, career, or, or is that kind of what you're set on for a while? You know, yes, I do. I mean, there's a part of me, the artist in me, is just dying to write something other than a, another dang song about another American hero. Mm-hmm. But the marketer in me realizes 
uh, that I'm on to something, and, um, and the teacher in me realizes that the lessons are timeless, and uh, I could be writing about heroes, you know, ad infinitum, and I'd never run out of them, and there'd never be enough good lessons to teach um, through the songs about the heroes. So for that reason, I've stayed with the hero theme. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I almost went, I, I was going to, this last album was going to be International Heroes. Uh-huh. And I was all excited about writing about Gandhi and Nelson Mandela and Mother Teresa and Winston Churchill. And then um, I sort of had uh, um, a dose of reality thrown at me. Uh, some of my teacher friends said, well, you know, John, um, uh, People don't, kids don't learn about international, uh, you know, other countries until mm-hmm. they're in middle school, until they're in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And I sing for kids who are kindergarten through sixth grade. So it wouldn't make sense to be making an album for kids who are older than the kids I'm singing for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could then shift my career and try to give performances in middle schools, but. I already have this, uh, you know, relationships established with all kinds of other schools that are elementary schools, and it, it sounds crazy, but from a marketing perspective, it just didn't make sense for me to, to go into that. Um, right. And, you know, you can never run out of American heroes. Now, not everybody knows about Julia Gordon Lowe, but uh, she was the founder of the Girl Scouts, and she's on this new album. And after having researched her and gone to Savannah, Georgia, where she lived, and talked with uh, two of the world's greatest experts on her and read countless books, I mean, she was an amazing person. So um, she's not as famous as George Washington and Martin Luther King and Amelia Earhart and, you know, Eleanor Roosevelt, but mm-hmm. um, she nevertheless was an amazing person, and there are great lessons to be learned from her. So. It seems like the the more I get into to writing, I get sort of into different tiers of heroes who were not as well known, but they were still great heroes. Awesome. Well, uh, Jonathan Sprout, you can check him out on Twitter at Jonathan Sprout and check out his new album, American Heroes, number four. Uh, number five will have a tribute to Bobby Brown on it, correct? <laughs> and Ryan Holmes. <laughs> okay, great. Um, thank you so much for making the time. You have a great night, sir. Thank you, Ryan. Wrap on. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. That was Jonathan Sprout joining the program. My next guests are two talented artists in their own right and just happen to be the nephews of the king of stage, Bobby Brown. Please welcome back Shiz Gotti and welcome YF Kennedy. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? This is why I hey, what's I don't know up, if man? is on the line yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's there yet. But uh, now, what what do you prefer to be called? Do you prefer YF, uh, Kennedy, Yachty? What's, what do you think? Um, whatever works, man. YF, I mean, a lot, of my, a lot of my people call me Yachty. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Whatever works, man. Whatever you feel comfortable with. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, how have you been since the last time we spe- now? You, this is your debut on the show, I think. We we've spoken on the phone before, but I don't think you've been on the air yet. Uh, how have you been since the last time we spoke? I've been working, working on my um my up and coming album, Illuminati. Um, 
I'm also got a video on MTV Gems right now with Eddie Fish. Um, he just got signed to Yo Gotti's label uh, mm-hmm. previous year. You know, I'm just, you know, focusing on my brand and my company, my organization, Members Only Elite. And, you know, we just, you know, uh, gearing up to have, a, you know, a, a prosperous year. Okay, well, I sure hope that it's prosperous um, for you. I'm sure it will be. Now, you, uh, your first single off Illuminati is uh, Gold Kisses. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that song and we'll play it? Okay. Um, Gold Kisses was just something that me and my um, my partner, Easy Money, from out of Houston, Texas, who was just collaborating. Um, I actually wrote the song, and then um, I thought he was just a perfect guy for the song. Um, so, you know, we got into the lab, we knocked it out, and it became a smash. So I, 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 I you know, I, I thought it was, you know, uh, absolutely um, pertinent that it be my first single. So, you know, I just hope the, the people love it, you know. Yeah, well, it certainly uh, reminds me of when I used to love hip-hop, like that uh, 03, 04 era uh, when when things seemed a little more exciting than they, they right, do right now. Right, is that right? Yeah, so uh, is, was that intentional to kind of take it back to that kind of sound, or uh, was did that just come about uh, improvisation? Um, it definitely, it de- it de- I definitely had a vision for it. I definitely had a direction, and I knew mm-hmm. that Easy Money, you know, will complete the direction that why I wanted to take the record. So, you know, I had a lot of things going on in my life at the time that I just wanted to express, um, you know, with my cousin being locked up, you know, facing, you know, uh, detrimental, you know, uh, charges and, um, you know, mm-hmm. my brother being locked up coming home in June. Um, you know what I mean? With a lot of, a lot of issues that we, you know, we face on a day-to-day basis. I just, but I, but I also wanted to put it in a positive vibe, you know what I mean? To where, you right. know, Hey, we give them gold kisses. We still roll to you out here. You know what I mean? So right. that's what it is. All right, well, this is YF Kennedy with Gold Kisses. We'll be right back with YF Kennedy and Chiz Guy. Question. Do you like royalty, baby? Do you? I do, I do. Do you like gold, baby? I like the way it glitters, baby. Is that right? It reminds me of Gold Kisses, baby. Yeah, baby, yeah. R.I.P. the Trayvon, middle thing to the jury Jack Martin got body, trying to fight for our rights My cousin fighting the body that come with twin by the life My brother boss, doing time on the wall Supposed to get out any day, I'm just waiting on the call Baby mama still tripping, wanna see me in jail See a go on a mission, on my way to a mill Money and power, my team, you better respect us On the rooftop, helicopters, fly us, let's pay just for breakfast Members only the family, we operate like the mall My she a goddess, she call me a god I give her gold kisses, the 
troublemaker Take my dreams on a cruise and see how far it can take us You can take off that apron if it's too hot in the kitchen They say we won't make it, I say them superstitions I give them gold kisses Yeah, this the song you play For every you had in 2005 uh, which landed you in the hospital and then upon leaving you vowed to go to the top and never let anyone else determine what your future held where are you sir in your journey to the top ah man you know right now I'm focused man Um, right now I'm uh, just getting just gearing up for this next project you know what I'm saying Um, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that this next that that this next project you know what I mean Um, you know, get some uh, get some new air, some new listeners, some pe- new people tuned in and paying attention to what we're doing. But right now, man, I'm, I'm gearing up for this new project. Since the last time we spoke, I've been um, recording visuals. Um, we just dropped a visual a couple of days ago at record for this Bob Perfect Rider for a single that we just put out through members only. Um, we got the next, the, actually the record you're going to play tonight, She's My Type of Girl. We got the video done for that. That'll be out in two weeks. So um, just grinding, man, gearing up for the new project. We I mean, linked together with my cousin. We got the shirts. We just got a lot of things going on. So, 
we just working, man. We just working, staying focused. Staying on that grind. Uh, and can you tell us a little bit about what the new project is? Well, right now I'm working on a new mixtape, but um, until mm-hmm. I get until I until I get everything, I get all the records in. Right now I'm just mainly uh, focusing on dropping singles and dropping a visual with every record that we put out. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's basically the main the main focus right now is just dropping singles and just building the uh, building up the anticipation for the mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Getting the people. I mean, just getting the people wanting the mixtape, you know what I'm saying? So we just gearing up for that, trying to build the buzz, build the brand, get everything out there to the people, and uh, sure. hopefully we get a good response back from everybody. And Yachty, are you and Shiz working together, collaborating on, on these projects? Well, of course. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, we're, we're part of the same organization, so, you know, we're keeping everything, you know, family-oriented and in-house, so you so yes, to say, sir. so... Sure. Yes, so you can you can uh, be expecting something soon from um you can be expecting something soon from me and Yachty. You know what I'm saying? Very very soon. Oh yeah. As soon, uh, as, soon as we soon as we get it done, you know you're gonna be the first one to have it. Oh nice. Um, are right, you guys working on a song together? Yeah, a few. Records. We got a, we got, yeah, we got a lot of records already in, in 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 the works. You know what I'm saying? That we've mm-hmm. already collaborated on. We got a mixtape that we've already collaborated on that we're, we're definitely ready to give to the people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we just always can. We always working, man. That's that's one yeah. thing we we would never stop doing is working. Sure. Uh, Shiz, you just mentioned uh, your song "Type of Girl." Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, and we'll go ahead and play it. Yeah, she's my type of girl. What's a record that I collaborated with my cousin Skane Dollars on? Um, we uh, you know, the record's gonna explain it all. She's my type of girl. Hopefully, you know what I mean the ladies is feeling it. You know what I mean, you know what I mean, the fellas is feeling it as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, check it out. Check it out. Let me know what you think. She's my type of girl. Here we go. All right. Here he is, Shiz Gotti with Type of Girl. We'll be right back with Shiz Gotti and YF Kennedy. Is he the producer? The producer? The producer? The producer? The producer? I just had to get her. I said I just had to get her. Get her. She's my type of girl. I said she's my type of girl.
she love when I talk like that. That shit did get her wet though. Brown skin, she the baddest. Dying way above average. Shorty thick like cornbread, but she out here getting her cabbage. Fuck a whole night like Gladys. Pussy so good, gotta have this. Might fuck around and marry this. Nah, 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 I'm just playing. No, not me, no wedding ring, no strings attached. Be the perfect match like J and B. Make him see. AJ Free, change your life and see my name. children's musician who does shows for elementary school kids, so there couldn't be a sharper contrast between the top of the show and this part of the show. Uh, So our switchboard is lighting up right now uh, with callers. You guys want to take some some calls? Yeah, we can take some calls. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. First up, uh, 678. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hey, this is Uncle Zaki Abdul, the old hottest artist on the planet. Zach. What's up? What's up, baby? <laughs> What's going on, Zach? Shiz and Yachty, yeah. man. What's up with it? You know how yeah. I do? You do it big. I done done everybody big. I'm just waiting to launch him for the rest of the world. I'm so proud of him. You know, he done stood up. I mean, we don't work with all, you know, everybody from the Fuji's, the Whitney Bobby, the Akon, but this is the next big one. So you all, y'all better get ready for my nephew, this Uncle Zach in the building. You already yes, know, sir. you already know, uh, you know Shiz on the line too, huh? What'd you say? You know Shiz is on the line too. Where you at, kid? I'm right here, Uncle. Um, what's the word with it, baby? Hey, man, you know how we do, man. 
The Browns, this is the year. This is the year, baby. You already know. That's what. I'm already know. I saw the text. This is what we do. We do it real big. Hey, well, just get ready, man. I don't know if y'all can handle this. Already. I love it. I love it. Uh, th- I, I take it this is your guy's uncle. Yeah, he does. He, he does. He got a lot of business going on for us, and so you know, just be on the lookout of what we got coming up this year. Nice. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate it. All right, appreciate it. Love, love. All right. Take care. All right, and uh, let's take this caller. Four oh four. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? What's up, John Houston? This is John Houston online calling in What's from up, LA. I'm, y- I'm Yadi, aka YFK's cousin. I just wanted to check in and lend my support. No doubt, man. What's up, John? I'm on the grind as usual. I just want to lend my support, Yadi. YF's a great, great artist, great creative mind. Wonderful songwriter. Many don't know, but they soon will know. Uh, he's a great songwriter as well. I'm a singer myself. And uh, we're working hard. And do you oh, have uh, tracks coming coming soon that we can uh, hear? Maybe debut here? Yeah, definitely in due time, in due time. You know, we, we just want to make sure everything's right. You know, we're moving in one in one motion. So we want to do one, one project at a time so, you know, everyone can get uh, their due, sure. their due, you know, energy from the from the public and from each other. Right, right, right. All right, John Houston. Well, thank you so much for your call and your support. Always. All right, baby. Peace. All right. Hey, Ryan. Yes, sir. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't. Know, I don't know if you knew who you was talking to, but that was that was the, our cousin and nephew of Auntie Whitney. So you know he oh, really? he's definitely a dope artist. Yeah. So he's gonna be, he got some stuff coming out under the uh, the team too. So you know we just working, man. Oh, nice. Uh, that's great. Um, now we have a couple more callers. Yeah, you guys uh, are well-loved here. 617, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Yeah, this Chosen, man. I'm down in Atlanta right now, man, smashing. Trying to say what up to Illuminati, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, what up, yeah, that's my that's my little cuz right there, man, putting it in y'all face, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, what up, Yeah, cuz? man, really stand-up individual, man. You know what I'm talking about, man? Really got spirit, man, real comfortable in his skin with this, man. Like, been doing this for a long time, man. About to get recognized for it finally, man. Yeah, because keep smashing on them. You know what I'm talking about, man? Don't stop, man. man. You know what I mean? You already know, man. I'll be in Atlanta in a few days, bro. Yeah, man. I know you're going to be down here, man. Hit my line. Yeah, keep smashing, though, man. You know what I'm talking about? They don't know, bro. About to really take it there, man. From the bottom to the top, man. Success and nothing less for you. You heard? You already know. Yo, you know Shiz is on the line, too, bro. Yo, Shiz, man, hit my line, man. You already know, baby. I'm right here in Atlanta, too. So we need a link ASAP. I'm going to hit you. Yeah, hit me. You already know I'm in traffic, man. Hit me. I'll come fuck with you. <laughs> I got you, boy. All right, man, 100. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. And 702, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? 702, you there? Nope. All right. Try back if you want, 702. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the the 
passion with which your uh, your fans and your family and you guys um, interact uh, makes me really hopeful about the future of hip hop, and I have a lot of faith in it. And uh, I, I I appreciate you guys for kind of bringing it to uh, a respectable era again. I was telling uh, Yachty before that it's kind of uh, this music is kind of reminiscent about. Uh, the rap we were hearing about 10, 12 years ago. So, yeah, keep doing what you're doing and, and listen to all these, these guys around you supporting you because uh, you're, you're on to something here. Yeah, we, appreciate, we appreciate it. The support. Absolutely. And, Ryan, man, we just appreciate you always giving us a platform, you know, to come out and just really, you know, give what we've been working and, and be able to present it to the public as, as, as you know, as, you know, individual artists and creative artists so we, we we definitely salute you man well anytime you guys are always welcome on the program anytime you want to plug any new music or tv shows or anything uh that um uh, brown family values is that uh, is that still going on yeah the, the, the brown family reality show is still going on we just working on a few kinks as far as um some deals or whatever just getting everything correct but now uh, you can definitely be expecting that nice um, and, uh, Yachty, I wanted to, uh, actually, we have another, uh, caller. Let's go to 917. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Giagante. You know who this is, right? <laughs> What's up, Gio? <laughs> Just calling and showing my love. You know what I mean? What's good, fellas? What's, What's good, good bro? Chill, chill. I see y'all made it in. I see y'all called in. Word. Uh, man, I like you know, know, man. We... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to everybody too. Uh, to everybody too. And I mean, for all for all features and all bookings and all that, you can highlight my management too. Go through Gio for all that. No doubt. At Giagante. At Giagante. Gio System at Gmail dot com. Give him. Yeah, give him your give him your, give him your email and all that, Gio. At At Giagante on Twitter. At Gio Distribution System at Gmail dot com. You want to call for booking, 917-415-9500. Yes, sir. Word. Wow. Is that your, did you just give your personal line out on the radio, Gio? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did, but, you know, um, <laughs> that's how we do. Yep. That's how that's we do. We, we regular-ass <laughs> people, man. Yep, that, that, very that's, the, that's, the, that's the business line right there. Hit that line. Hit that line. They'll get, they'll get to talk directly to me. <laughs> but it got to <laughs> nice. be about business. Right. All right, Gio. Well, thank you so much for yep. calling and showing your support. And then, again, thank you so much for all, all that you do for our program here. Definitely. All right. All right, Take care. All right. Yep. All right. And let's go to 770. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? This is Tina Brown. I'm calling in for my nephew. <laughs> Hi, Tina me? Brown. Hey, Auntie. Hey, baby, what's the deal? What's the dealio? <laughs> Hi. That's my move on the line right there. Oh. Yeah, you know it. Tina Brown in effect. <laughs> Hi, how you guys doing? We good, man. We, we just premiered, you know, these singles. I miss you so much. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. We miss you, too. All right. So what's too. going I'm gonna be on? Down. I'm going to be in Atlanta. I'm going to be in Atlanta a couple of days, aren't you? I'm going to be in Atlanta, so you know how we do. You know how we party, exactly, man. Exactly, but you know, but you know, I'm in the bean. I'm in Boston for a minute, and I, I'll be. Oh. I'm headed towards. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. 
I just want to say congrats, you know, and, you know, do your thing. You know how the Browns get down. You already know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tina Brown, thank you so much for your call. Shout out to my nephew. I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. And, um, I love you too, Auntie. Exactly. Yo, you know, exactly. you know, Shiz is on the phone. Hi, Shane. Hi, Shaney Boo. <laughs> what's going on with it? Yeah, you're supposed to say what's going on with it, Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm gonna let you guys go. I just wanted to give a shout out because you know I was listening. And I'm like, okay, you uh, know, proud of you guys. Proud of you guys for sure. Uh, Y'all call me after this video. All right. Okay. Have a good night. Take care. All right. And, geez, you guys are just lighting up the switchboard. 803, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? This is Zad Zulik from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Hey. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on, y'all? What's up, man? It's my partner, yeah, Zach, right there, man. He's also, you know what I mean, part of the organization, too, man. He got a lot of good things going on. Just dropped this single, Fuck With Me. You know what I'm saying? So, Ryan, you got to definitely plug in on, on everybody who, who yeah. who's under the, the, the umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Get get him on the station, and you know what I mean? Let him do his thing. You feel me? Absolutely. Yeah, check, me out on you. Yeah. check me out on YouTube, Z-A-D-Z-U-L-L-Y. Instagram, same name, you know. Trying to put on for Rock Hill, South Carolina. How about your Twitter? Is um, Twitter the same? Twitter the same thing. Zad Zuli, Z-A-D-Z-U-L-L-Y. All right. Well, make sure you come back on the show. We'll premiere your music here. Yeah, man. Big up. Big up. You doing your thing, homie. You hold it down. Man, appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Bottom to the top, man. You already know. Members only. You already know. Sure. Thanks down, for the bro. call, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Um, well, yeah, you guys clearly have a very good relationship uh, within your family. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Was it uh, is it something your your parents instilled in you, or or what? What's, just, what? What do you think? Just being raised right. I mean, that's something that our grandmothers, our grandmother installed in us since young. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, Rest in peace to her, but I mean, that's something my grandmother and, and along with our parents too, and our grandfather. Right. You know, but, uh, and then you know, I, I like to say, you know, because me and Shiz, you know, he lost his pops, I lost my mom's in in '03. So it, what I really would like to just say to the people is just like you just got to find that pain. You know what I'm saying? That you deal with on a daily basis, and you just got to let it fuel you. You got to let it birth you, birth your goals and your dreams. You know what I mean? Because pain can take you through some positive things if, if, if you can it right you know what I mean so mm-hmm. we definitely been through it and that's what that's what drives us you know what I'm saying just to see our, the smiles on our family's faces and our team's faces so you know that's definitely one 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 way you know how we really you know go at this yeah and speaking of uh Yadi you've clearly used uh your music has been a very beneficial outlet to you to the point that you were even uh in jail for 10 months at one point, uh, but it seems that that really kind of uh, made it so that you, you put more into your music and your writing. And how, how did you turn that negative experience into such a positive one coming out? Well, it it's just simple. It was just, 
you know, when 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 you get that time away from the world, when you get ten months away from the world, man, um, you know, you just go into this bubble where mm-hmm. where now you just okay, now what if I what, what if I was out? You know, what would I do? You know what I'm saying? Or how, how can I use this and really just you know come up come up out of this in a positive way? So that whole ten months, I just mapped out ten years down the line. And after I got out, you know, it, the energy that it, that was all over me, it just really moved me into the right direction. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I I just want to say, you know, to everybody locked up who, who has ever been locked up, you know what I'm saying? Because we got we got a cousin who's fighting for his life in there. You feel what I'm saying? I got a couple cousins that's fighting for their lives in there. So I just like to say, you know, you guys just, you know, if if you got your freedom, don't 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 take it for granted, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of brothers out there who, who don't have their freedom and, and would – go 10 times harder than what we going right now. So that's why I like to keep that in perspective for the people who who's locked up. I try to go think like them. You know I mean, I, try to, I have a room in my house that I go to just to be secluded. You know what I'm saying? Just to be mm-hmm. conformed. You know what I'm saying? For a little while, yeah. just to let my mind, you know what I'm saying? Get to the outside. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you everybody finds their own niche. You know what I'm saying? That was mine. Sure. And uh, shit, Shiz, it's almost like uh, a similar thing where you had the altercation and the uh, your face was slashed, and then you wound up coming out of that on the other end through through music. Uh, how did what did you attribute that to? How did you know that music was going to be your outlet there? Man, I just been through so much, and I, I just been through so much in life, and music has always, I mean, helped me in all my situations. Like I'm really not the kind of person who. You know, I mean, really express how I feel to somebody. I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I express myself through music and through words. You know what I mean? And, and just going to the studio and laying down new material, and that's just how I express myself and get everything off my chest. You know what I'm saying? But, um, right. Out of all, out of all the things I've been through, man, I'm just, I'm just blessed to even be able to even be on air right now and be talking to you, promoting this new movement that we're promoting. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy to even. Be here, man. Even speak. You know what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, it's like I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna continue to go hard until I make it to where I'm trying to go. And when I even make it there, I'm gonna go ten times harder. You know what I'm saying. So at the end of the right. day, man, we uh, just we just grinding and trying to. I mean, get to the top. I mean, take care of our people, feed our families, feed our kids, make sure everybody's straight when we leave here. So I mean, I'm gonna just, okay. we just going hard. And your brand is members only elite uh can you guys talk a little yeah. bit about how that came about and and what that means well well like i'm I'm gonna just speak on it you know we like as far as cousins go we always had a crew you know what i'm saying we always had mm-hmm. you know different crews and it was called different names at a different season you know what i'm saying from ill hill to blood money to certified money getters members only was just to like you know, it was just a, a another crew, but it was the same people in the crew, but and it was minimized. And and as far as like members only, it was it's like an alliance that we also got with, you know, different elite people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, members only elite is just you know it's just that. You know what I mean? Everybody sure. can't be a part of it, and then if you are a part of it, you appreciate the fact that you are, and you know you 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 live by the code, you live by the rules of it all. So. You know, members only. We got a lot of good things coming up this year. July fourth, we got our first official yacht party. You know what I'm saying? Where you you'll see every all the crew members. You know what I'm saying? Some people that you don't even know that's 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 really affiliated with us. But you know, we just gonna be promoting our brand, man, around the world. So you know, mm-hmm. it's really sure. the platform to really promote it. Members only elite. 
And we have another caller, 818. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Oh, I'm checking in from the Valley. What's up, YF Kennedy? Uh, what's up? What's up with it? Who is this? It's Bryn Deeps here, you know. Hey, Bree, what up? What up with it? Oh, no, I'm just checking in. Hear you up on this blog talk radio from all your members only. That's just up. No doubt, baby. Yo, Bree, Brindisi been a part of this this family for a while, man. Spanky Hayes from Nick Cannon's uh, Wildin' Out is her good partner who she touched me in line with. You know what I'm saying? And then we just been friends ever since, man. Like, you know, she's a real go-getter. She's a real loyal person. So shout out to Brindisi, man. <laughs> right, right. Well, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate the call. Oh, no problem. Nice show. All right, YF Kennedy, do your thing, baby. All right, baby. Have a good night. Um, the Valley. I used to live in the Valley. Where do you live in the Valley? Well, well, I, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> Brindisi. Well, where are you at? Burbank, West Hills? I think she hung up. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so uh, we know that uh, Yachty, your album called Lumiyati, and then uh, the mixtape shiz that uh, you're working on. Do you know what that's titled yet? Man, it's no it's no title as of yet. I mean, I'm like, I just want it to be something. I mean, I just want it to be something right. So it's no title as of yet. I mean, I'm, um, I got a few things in mind, but once the music is all said and done, uh, it'll all come together. You know what I'm saying? But right now, like I said, we just, uh, this, the mixtape is coming. But right now, at the moment, we're just promoting um, singles. Uh, we got the She's My Type of Girl, and I got an, another record that's coming after that called Master P. Like, that's going to be crazy. Like, that's going to, that next record that is going to tear the club up. Like, we in the process, uh-huh. uh, in the process of um, getting that video shot up now. So right now, it's just about putting singles out along with the visuals, killing them that way. I mean, just getting the buzz up and the anticipation up for the uh, mixtape release. When you say visuals, oh, you mean music videos? Yeah, um, the visuals, yeah, the music, the, the, the videos, uh, along with the record. Every record that we drop from that one out, it, it will come with a video. A video will come with it. I mean, we'll have a visual gotcha. to it. Gotcha. Exactly. We work it, man. And, yeah, and uh, as, as far as Lumiati, you, you, you know, that's just, you know, my, my first album that I really just wanted to put out. I just really came, came up with it as far as like, because, you know, I felt like my whole life was just like a secret. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, people need to be enlightened by this. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I came about it with, you know, calling it a woman Yachty, man. So I just, you know, we just working, man. We working, Ryan. You feel me? Sure. I feel you. Uh, and a lot of other people do, too. 714, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Bella Lee, checking in from Los Angeles, California. Hey. What's up? Hey, what's going on, YF? What's up with it, boo? Man, I just had to, you know, definitely call in and, you know, give you my support. Just want everybody to know, you know, he has a lot of supporters out here. And, you know, this this record that he's about to drop on you guys is definitely going to be empowering and, you know, give you some insight to his life. And, you know, he's just a dope guy, you know, all the way around. You know, and just expect some great things from this guy. It's only the beginning, you know? Oh, wow, baby, I appreciate that. Say what up to LA for me. Be- Be- Bella handles a lot of my business, so if anybody wants a feature, you know, book in. As far as on my end, contact Bella Lee at Bella Lee 
LBF, Yahoo.com. You know what I'm saying? Or you can drop the number out there, you know what I'm saying, because that's how we do This is a business line, 714-618-3265. You got it. Good memory. Thank you, Bella Lee, for the call. You're very welcome, and thank you so much, host, for having him on your show. We appreciate Anytime. you. Anytime. Have a good night. Appreciate All you, right. too. You guys have a good one. Yep. All right. And I think we have another uh, 770. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Yo, this is Uncle Tommy Brown. Hey. Uncle T. What's that? That was only a leak. Yo, Shannon's here. Tommy what are we talking about? <laughs> Uncle T. Why have Kennedy on the line, baby? I understand baby. this. Just Gotti. What's you know, going on, Uncle Gotti? What's good, baby? You know what's good. <laughs> I'm there, I'm, I'm there, I'm there with, with, with Matt, you know what I mean, after this championship that St. Francis won in Georgia. Say what? You know what I'm saying? State champion. Yeah. We down here at the beach. Hey, yo, shout, hey, yo, shout, out, to, shout out to my cousin. Hey, hey man, I'm shout so happy, man. Shout out to my cousin McKinley Brown, man. He, um... His team, St. Francis, man, they won the state finals here in Atlanta, man. Shout out Come to him, man. Oh. Shout out to Matt. Yes, sir. This my Uncle Tommy Brown on the line right here. The one and only. <laughs> the yes, one sir. Tommy Brown. Uh, I had, what are you I up had to hit you all up, man. Much love to, to you, Yachty. To you, Gotti. You understand us here? We know what we're doing. And Ryan, as, as, as Ryan, as far as the show, when you was asking about the reality show earlier, this is actually my Uncle Tommy Brown, the executive producer of the show right here. So this is one of mine. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So the show's coming along, yes, I hear. Sir. Yes, it will. And it will be out this summer. Oh, great. You guys got a lot yes, coming sir. out this summer. All right. Uh, well, yeah, thank you so much for the call. We're just putting it together, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, putting uh, it back on the right page. Sure, absolutely. Tommy Brown, mm-hmm. thanks for listening, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Love you, up. Daddy, Love you up. up. Love you, too. Love All you, right. baby. All right, and we got now 978. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hey, how you doing? This is um, from a man, Rouse. This is um, Sticks. I'm calling from uh, Massachusetts. What's up, Sticks? Hey. Okay, What's up? How you doing? How you doing? I was just um, calling in, you know, listening to the show. It's a great show. And I just want to, you know, let Thank you know that um, Tina Brown and um, Tommy Brown are actually representing me in terms of management now. So I just want to, you know, check myself in and call in and say what's up. All righty. Much love, man. No Much love. Where uh, uh, they're representing you. Are you on the Twitter? Uh, no, I'm on, I'm on I'm on I'm on Twitter Sticks Beats. I'm on Facebook. Um, Steven Sticks Jersey, um, platinum producer and award-winning um, filmmaker. All right, cool. Well, check him out. Thank you so much for listening, sir. Absolutely, thank you. All right. Absolutely. All right, and uh, let's go back to 702. What's your name? Where you're checking in from? Seven zero. That is both. Oh, what's up? Hello. hello. Yeah, who's this? Ball Caliero. Bo, what's good? Yeah, Ball Caliero. What's the word, baby? How you feeling, man? Oh, man, just cooling. Fucking around. Came in, um, you feel me? Saw some love to my guy. My nigga told me to um, call in and shit. We got some, uh, you feel me, some music on the way out. You feel me, all the shit, so keeping it lit. Yo, yo when, I came to West, when I came to the West Coast and I came to Nevada in Las Vegas, bro, Coleon, West West, 
that was one of the first people who really just showed me that Las Vegas love, man. And we got a lot of great things in the works this year, man. We got his first video that I featured on, you know what I'm saying, AOB. You know what I mean? We just working, man. That's like my brother right there. What's good? Featuring Filthy Rich, you feel me? One of the hottest niggas in the Bay, my, and my other brother, Pooh Hefner, you feel me? Got a, um, man, that song's crazy. It ain't even out yet, and it already got the streets going nuts. That's what type of shit it is. No doubt. So All we right, shoot the sir. video when? When we shoot the video? Man, shit, in the next, in the next couple of months, month or two, we're going to knock that out. Asapolis, you feel me? That's the first thing right. off uh, my, my debut album, so you feel me? That's the must. That's going to be bigger than life right there. Yo, Ryan, as soon as we drop it, we coming to drop it on your station, bro. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Please do. And also look out for um, All My Niggas Free. That's the second cut that I got my boy YF on featuring Pooh. That's crazy, crazy. Nice. Already, we working. Looking man. forward to it. Man, yeah, man. I'm, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. It's just to work anything with YF, man. Everything he touched. It's just gold. It's just crazy. So my nigga, man, I got that. That. he got that shit. Yeah, yeah man, you, you, that, you that nigga. I mean, you on this show for a reason. They know what's up. Man, I appreciate it, bro. But you feel me? Appreciate I'm also that nigga, too. So fuck with you, boy. You feel me, Von Coley on the handsome hustle. You feel me? All this shit. Shout out my nigga, uh, West West, Space Washington. Two of the cats from my label, Fly High NT, with a young independent label coming out of Vegas. Just trying to you know, put on for the city. You feel me? Just quality music. It ain't just West Coast music. It ain't just one. You feel me? Genre, whatever. It's just good music. Period. That's what we need. Right. Good music. Have a good night, no sir. Doubt, Appreciate the call. Uh, all right. So we have like 30 seconds left. Uh, Shiz, Yachty, is there anything else you want to? You guys want to talk about before we go? Yeah, man. You can just sure. follow me, man. Follow me. Hit me on uh, on an Instagram at Shiz. S-H-I-Z underscore members only. M-E-M-B-E-R-S only. Uh, go ahead, y'all. You already know. Yeah, man, it's Y.F. Kennedy. We signing out. You can follow me on Twitter at Y.F. Kennedy, Y-F-K-E-N-N-E-D-Y. You can also hit me up on the Instagram, Y-F-K underscore members only. And, you know, follow our, our organization and everything that we're doing, man, at membersonlyelite.com. Go ahead and purchase some shirts, some you know, some V-necks, whatever, man. Whatever's on there, I, I haven't checked. You know, I got, I got people running it over there. So, you know, y'all just stay tuned what we're doing, man. Real talk. Nice. All now, right. I, I feel like I just coordinated a Brown family reunion, and it was fantastic. Oh, man. It, it was, it was <laughs> like we had everybody, we had everybody <laughs> calling, my mother, Uncle T. Shout out to yeah. the whole family. Shout out to everyone. Uh, Shiz, Yachty, thank you guys so much. You're always welcome back on the show. Appreciate you coming out tonight. We appreciate, appreciate it. Ryan, too. Much love to you. Absolutely. You too. Talk to you soon. Take right, care. Baby. Have a good All night. Right. Peace. All right, so we'll be back, Blazing Ride Backstage, Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, featuring Jonathan Weeks and Tom Fogarty, and then we'll have another Blazing Ride show for you next Monday, of course. Uh, if you haven't heard the Wednesday show yet, you should tune in. It's totally different than this one. It's a different vibe. It's a conversation. This show's an interview show, so I'm really enjoying doing both. Uh, big ups to Shiz Gotti and YF Kennedy for coming on tonight. Big ups also to Jonathan Sprout. Uh, have a wonderful night. If it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz, hit the brakes, Florence, and if you have a Barbie doll, bend her backwards, burn her knuckles on the stove, leave her in some drawers somewhere. Good night, everybody. See the house lights start to blink, and the sky is turning pink. Gosh, what will the neighbors think? Cause here it is tomorrow again. We could share a perfect day. 
Here it is. 